Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, ringscoops.com proudly presents to you its podcast champions of the world, that ring scoops guy and Mac of all. See, if I slowed it down, I don't fuck up like I did last time. What's up, Mac? <laughs> what up, man? <laughs> I don't know if I can hold hold that like uh, that Greg Hamilton guy, but I think that was okay. That was that was better than the guy that did it on Raw. I forgot his name. He didn't do it too great <clears throat> for Shane. Yeah. Well, I think Greg Hamilton has proved himself to be the uh, best in the world at doing the best in the world. It doesn't it's better. Too bad to- that's too bad to think it's not, you know, in a physical, you know, he's having some health challenges, but I would love to see him announce Shane a few times. That would have been great. Who, Howard Finkel? Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. That would have been great. He's not employed by WWE anymore, is he? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I know that... Um, we were saying he had some health challenges, and then when they, I saw a photo of him, they said that he was unfortunate, uh, you know, not getting around well, or he had to be assisted in a wheelchair. And oh, man. Yeah, like, he, he just, he didn't look great. He looked very thin, and, like, because it was like a picture somebody took, and um, I don't know what event it was for, um, but he just didn't, you know, it, it was sad to see him. Yeah. Shit, I can only imagine. I, I remember when photos of Bobby Heenan first surfaced after he started to go downhill and just didn't even look like him anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. 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 Yeah. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is uh, another episode here of uh, Ring Scoops Rebooked. Uh, concept is simpler. Uh, Mac and I, we got a, a, a wheel right here with names on it. We're going to spin this wheel, and whatever name it lands on, we're going to come up with like like a storyline or a, a new character for the person or whatever whatever strikes our fancy. And um, every week, whenever we land on somebody and we do an episode about them, then the next week we replace them. Um, last week was Eric Young. We have replaced on the wheel, we have replaced Eric Young with Johnny Impact. Other names on the wheel, we have Luchasaurus, we have Glacier, we have Flying Brian Pillman Jr., we have Jungle Boy, we got Sasha Banks, which we should probably take her off. Uh, we got the Brian Kendrick, Heath <laughs> Slater, and we got Chad Gable and Andrade. Mac, do you have any preference on who you hope that it lands on this week? Actually, no, because all of them are kind of difficult and interesting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sasha Banks will probably be the easiest one to do. Just because it would be like a return storyline, yeah. But um, every everything else is pretty, you know, pretty interesting. Should be it should be interesting. I'm gonna laugh if this lands on Heath Slater, considering the first episode when we did Tommy Dreamer, we had Heath Slater be a huge part of that. If this lands on Heath Slater, I think it's only right that we continue the storyline. <laughs> if it lands on him, you know what? Yeah, that that that's interesting, and it goes to the the branching storylines that you were talking about uh, a while back too. Right, like if it lands on it, like so we'll we'll see. Now I kind of wanted to go on the heaps later. 
All right. <laughs> that's that's good. That's how that's fun how it rolls that way. And speaking of rolling, we're gonna roll the wheel, spin the wheel, whatever. I don't know. Thesaurus.com. All right, here we go. Ooh. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Oh boy. Ladies and gentlemen, it has landed. And it's funny that I said Thesaurus because it landed on Luchasaurus. Oh, okay. Oh, man. This is going to be interesting because I'm not really like, I, I know the look. I've seen him wrestle like twice, but I'm not familiar with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too familiar with him either, but I do. I think this today, since it's on Luchasaurus, I think this will be the first time that we do an AEW. Yeah. We've done WWE one, so this is definitely an AEW-centric episode now. And they got um, Fight for the Fallen this coming Saturday, too, on pay-per-view. Yes, they do. Yes, they Actually, do. I don't know if it's on pay-per-view. I know it's like on Fight and Bleacher Live. I think oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's free. Yeah, I forgot it's free. Yeah. Hopefully no one protected chair shots. Yeah, because apparently, um, you know... Uh, they interviewed Tony Khan after that situation, and he was not happy with it either. Really? Yeah, they had um, they had a uh, because you know when they always have those like uh, for, for for them every one of their events they have like a post show, and they have like a press conference like type thing like where they're standing in front of the the board that shows all their brands and stuff like that, that are our sponsorships. And they ask some questions about the show that just happened. And they do that with the wrestlers. And That's pretty cool. Tony Khan and stuff. Yeah. Tony, um, stated that they would do that all the time for, you know, the, the professional sports teams that they, um, their family owned. Yeah. So he liked that aspect of it of speaking to the press afterwards. So you have these wrestling journalists um, who now really feel like journalists asking them questions about the, the event in the show. Uh-huh. And um, they asked Tony and Tony just basically was not, you know, saying moving forward, like that's not what we're about. That's not whatever. So I don't know if he was in full transparency. I read a transcript of it. I couldn't tell you exactly his tone or if he was working everybody. Because I'm very sure that he has an idea of what's going to happen as the owner of the company. Well, yeah. But, but, um. And this is done in, in video, right? That they usually do these? Yeah, this was a video. All right. I'm going to have to watch it then. I'm going to, I'll watch it and I'll try to watch out for some of his nonverbals. Yeah, because the whole thing is, is with the chair, and I know we went off topic, but the whole thing with the, the, the chair shot and, and AEW and, you know, we, we don't need to do that. No, we saw we saw a very gimmick uh, spot with Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley, uh, which, by the way, they're having a last man standing match. And what's funny is I talked. <laughs> Remember me? You were talking yeah. off the air, and I said that's what they need to build up towards uh-huh. the last man standing match, and that's the only thing that they can do. I don't expect it to be like after they, you know killed each other <laughs> but, but but you know they had a very gimmick spot where you know explosions and all of that and no one got hurt it just looked bad and they were able to you know 
take everybody's imagination for a second. And, you know, these guys sold it wonderfully. Yeah. The announcer sold it wonderfully, too. Right. You had to hit Cody in the head with the chair, and then he has 12 stitches and, I'm sure, some sort of a concussion and blood. Like, come on. You know. Just throw him off the damn fucking screen like they did with Road Warrior Hawk. Not a, uh, doing something, doing something like why don't you just, I don't know, just even use like they used to back in the day. WCW did it primarily, but remember they had those wooden chairs. Yeah, yeah just go get a wooden chair. <laughs> You know, it reminds me when you say wooden chair because I'm watching the '97 Raws. Remember Mark Maris uh, threw that stool over uh, Butterball's back? No. Yeah, they had that fight at the DX pay per view, and he low blowed him like Andrew Galata, and then he grabbed the the wood stool and he just like cracked it over his back, and and Butterbean like chased after him and shit. It's funny. Mark Merrill. That- I miss Mark Merrill. Marvelous Mark Merrill was such a great gimmick. He was a great gimmick. And then on top of that, too, I, I know that now he does a lot of motivational speaking for like, um, and I saw a couple of his videos. It's pretty good. Yeah. But um, quick story, and then we'll actually do the show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's all good, <laughs> um, man. That's the beauty of the, the new uh, direction of the Ring Scoops podcast is like, we may have a set topic, but we could talk about wrestling in general, so. Okay, so um, when I was in junior high school, there was a player there. Her name was McCarran. And I would go into her office um, because her office was kind of at the end of the hallway. And I would go into her office only because there was an autographed photo of Mark Merrill and Sable. (laughs) <laughs> that was hanging up that was hanging up over her window I can't believe I never I probably never tell you this story no no so, that sounds new to me this is funny okay, shit though okay. okay so what I would go I'm going to go into their, her office and stuff a lot of my buddies like we were wrestling yeah so come to find out she was related to Mark Merrill she was Mark Merrill's cousin. Get the fuck out of here. For real? Yeah, that's what she would tell me. Oh, she man. She would tell everybody that she was Mark Merrill's cousin. You think that was a so, shoot or you think she was faving you? I think that was a shoot because of how the autograph was written out. It was like to my cousin or something. Yeah. And what like what time period was this? It was like, what, late 90s, right? This is, um, yeah, this is the Mark Merrill when he was marvelous Mark Merrill doing the boxing gimmick. All right, so like before, 97, before, 98. Yeah, before he turned into, you know, we want to cover up Sable type. This was like when they very first came over type thing. Okay, so right, I know what you're talking about then. That was that was probably like fall, 97. Right, right. So it's like I went to, because it was a junior high school, so that junior high school, uh, oddly enough, was only two grades. It was only seventh and eighth grade. That's what my junior high was too. Right. So not, not some of them like they, you know, maybe more years than that. But this is two years. So like she was there for two years, and you know we were always would talk. So she her whole thing was she would always say that she was trying to get Mark to the 
the problem was the schedule. Mm. His schedule was so crazy and stuff. But yeah, so that was like, I would always talk to her about stuff. And then she would say, um, she would not call Sable Sable. She would call Sable Rena. Okay. She would say, yeah, I don't like what they're doing with Rena. Because that's when they were doing a lot of the sexual stuff as it as it progressed. Yeah. So, um, she wasn't a fan of that. The family wasn't. So it was pretty interesting. Right on. Yeah. Shit, man, that's that's cool shit. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, Luchasaurus. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, so the first thing that they've been doing here with Luchasaurus is they've been having like Jungle Boy as like, I don't know what they're trying to do with this, but they always will have Jungle Boy. Every time you see Luchasaurus, you see Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy is like on his shoulder. Yeah, a boy and his dinosaur. Right, I guess that's what they're pushing. So, what I would do is... Coming up to, let's just start with the, because uh, there's two events, right? There's the fight for the fallen, and then there's the um, all out. Yeah, at the end of the next events, month, right? Yeah, you got right. a lot and of time. They, you got like six, seven weeks, I think, of build up between. Right, and then you go to the actual television, which is in September sometime, even though they haven't announced. A time or date, but it said it's debuting in them. Yeah, I can't imagine them doing another pay per view and then going on TV after All Out. Like All Out's got to be when they announce it or something. Right. So I I think that uh, you know they'll have when All Out happens, like they'll start announcing matches for the debut on TV. I think that's what the plan will be. Okay. Anyway. What I would do is at this upcoming event, Fight for the Fallen, I would have Luchasaurus in a, you know, maybe a six-person tag team match teamed up with Jungle Boy. And what I would do, and this would probably be on the, you know, the the uh, free show that they had before the actual event. Um, I would have Jungle Boy... Um, and Luchasaurus, I don't know who they would face because it's like, I don't really know the roster, but let's just say they're facing a team that can take being beaten. Can I, can I suggest a team? Sure. Bring in the God ones. Well, they're not working or are they? Well, I mean, just, just for like a one-off. I don't know if they're even alive. Not... <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be funny. You bring them out. You can have like Henry Godwin, you know, with the with the overalls and a red shirt, and you have Phineas with the overalls and a, and a green shirt, and you can play up like a Mario Brothers thing or something. They want to get Yoshi back. <laughs> I, I have no idea where you're going with this at all. Do you, they want to get Yoshi back <laughs> from Toad? <laughs> I I don't know how to book Luchasaurus, dude. <laughs> I don't. We just had we just had Firefest, so that's something that probably would happen. 
for that, not for this. Okay, I I will give you that. I will move on from the comedy shtick. <laughs> that we just had the but whole you Capcom. Can't, you can't say that if, if that wouldn't have happened at Fighter Fest. You can't say that that would have been a talk of the town, though, right? What town, though? Like what? Like to- is it- Toontown, dude. <laughs> Like I just I don't I don't know man it's just it's just all bad I, I I'm not even going to get into dressing up as video game characters but you know but who am I all right um somebody somebody may like it I just you know if you're trying to get over you know with the world and have millions of people watch your programming then I don't think that you should necessarily cater to the event and the fans there no I feel you I, um, I'm just playing man I'm just playing you know me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I know you're just playing. I know you're ribbing. I'm just saying in general. But anyway, <laughs> um, back once. <laughs> yeah, that was just the most randomest shit in the world. Um, but yeah, just whoever it may be, what whatever tag team it may be, and just have um, have it be the best friends, the Chuck Taylor guy and uh, what the other guy. Uh, well, they're in a, they're in a feud with the 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 Order people. They just call the the Super Smash Brothers. Oh, oddly yeah, enough, that's right. Oddly <laughs> enough, oh, after shit. all the video game references, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Right, they're in a feud with them for whatever reason. So, um, just have them be like two random people, like people that you know the marks will mark out for. Who who, who cares? Okay. Have them in a tag. The whole point is that um some point in the match, Luchasaurus is going to lose. He is going to start beating like Jungle Boy can be getting the crap beat out of him. And, you know, they do the whole thing where it's like, oh, he's almost going to tag Lucha. Oh, he missed the tag. They broke up the tag before it even happened. So you just have Luchasaurus, like, let's break a rule here. We've never seen a tag team match where somebody jumps in the ring and they break, um, you know, the, the referee's instruction and they just start beating the crap out of everybody to the point where they have to call a disqualification. Yeah. Okay. And then he beats up the referee, too. So you have Jungle Boy is getting beat up, goes to go for the tag, it's broken up. Luchasaurus lets out a, a, a yell, <laughs> jumps in the ring, and and runs and just starts beating the crap out of the guy in the ring, beats the crap out of the guy on the apron. The referee is trying to tell him to you know push him physically to go to the back. Luchasaurus pushes pushes down the referee. Referee rings the bell. The referee tries to pull him off again. Luchasaurus hits him, and then starts beating up the tag team. So now everyone everyone's beat up. Jungle Boy is down on the ground, and Jungle Boy is being now helped by Luchasaurus, and then that's the end of that match. Is, oh, like okay, earlier you you said uh, something about a six man tag. Is that the six man tag, or is that a regular tag? I just think we when you said the Godwins that fucked everything up, so we're just gonna go ahead and oh, that God is the tag Godwins. team. <laughs> yeah, we're, it, it didn't really. It actually works better though if it's a tag team. Okay. So let's just go ahead and say that it's a tag team. Okay. Uh, it works better. Are they feuding with the, these people, or is this just a one-off tag match that's going to lead This is to... just some. This is a one-off tag. Um, the biggest story going on from that is... Where I'm going with this is 
can Luchasaurus be controlled? Okay. That's 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 really the storyline that uh, I'm trying to to push. All right. Can he be controlled? Okay. Um. That always makes for a good story. You know, like I remember uh, the Jesse and Festus thing. You know, the bell would ring and Festus would go nuts, and Jesse would try to control him. Um, right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's basically the same vein, but the difference would be. Um, He's a dinosaur. Working, well, yeah, and we're working towards making him a legitimate, scary character because that company does not have a Undertaker or a Kane or a Mankind or a. You know, there's no dark, brooding character that they have. Mm-hmm. So that's where we would be ultimately working towards is to make Luchasaurus fear, scary. Okay. You know, not this, you know, watered-down version of Beast from the X-Men. <laughs> yeah, or Swamp Thing. Right. We, we need him to be a monster because he has a great look. And I remember the first time I saw him, the guy I said that to you too. I said, "Man, this Luchasaurus guy. I don't know too much about him, but his look is great. Yeah, his that, that mask and his height and his athleticism and all of that. And they obviously loved him too because, you know, they booked him in a pretty dominant role during the um, pay per view pre show. The um, what was the last one called All In." What was the last one called? The last paper? Uh, the one before... Uh... Oh, double, double, double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Okay, yeah. When they, had du- when, they, when they had Double or Nothing, and it was the pre-show, and, you know, he they booked him pretty dominantly in, in the Battle Royal, and, you know, they signed him very quickly afterwards. So, yeah. They saw something in him, too. So, um, but yeah, that's the first um, week, I guess you could say, because there's no weekly TV. There's these YouTube shows that they do. Yeah, and, uh, so now, this this match takes place at Fight for the Fallen, right? Fight for the Fallen on the pre-show. Okay, so now we got to like, now we got pretty much those uh, being the elite episodes on on YouTube to kind of push this, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right, that should be interesting because like those are like what ten, fifteen minutes long. Oh man, where to go from this? Um I think, um, and like the tough part of this is like, cause it's not an actual show week to week that we're going to be booking now. Uh, right. it's like, it's like booking X and V or some shit. Like, um, <laughs> uh, wow. so the next one's going to take place at the Reagan library. No. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, I, I, I'd like to see something happen on a couple of these episodes. I mean, since this is going to be like a minute long segment each week, I might as well just fucking group like three of them in a row into what I'm about to say here to do for three weeks. Um, and because we've got like fucking a month and a half, two months to essentially build to the next pay-per-view. Um, I would like to see Luchasaurus get jealous of anybody that comes near Jungle Boy. It just starts freaking out, man. Like anybody just come by and be like, hey, what's up, Jungle Boy? And Luchasaurus gets in their face, you know, and be like, What's your problem, man? You know, personal space, personal space. No, I just saying hi. I just want on and do it to fans too. Fans come up like Jungle Boy. You're my favorite, man. I'm gonna get an autograph. You know, and Luchasaurus just like starts like running them off. Just starts getting fucking pissed off, man. To the point where like 
it leads to him attacking somebody. Like, let's say it's a fan, like, you know, a worked fan, obviously, not like, you know, Deshaun's two cents fucking running up there and getting Tombstone or some shit. But, um, fucking, uh, Luchasaurus just fucking knocks a guy out, dude. And, like, everyone else around, like, this could take place in, like, a public setting where there's, like, you know, other people around. Maybe even people on the roster or something like that. They come running up. Maybe Rick Knox was part of one of those segments a couple weeks back. So, yeah, Rick Knox just run up, too, and be like, yo, what the hell's going on, you know? And, um, yeah, I would just, I would I would make Luchasaurus very protective over Jungle Boy um, to the point where he's so aggressive that, like, he, he'll take fans out because he's, he's, yeah, like he's jealous. I like that, and then to, to, to jump onto that, what would make it interesting with Jungle Boy and um, Luchasaurus is I want it to evolve into him being a monster. Yeah. So even after that incident happened, when he's telling people to back off, I want him to verbalize it. I want him to verbalize it over and over and over again. Like, don't come near him or, hey, you're too close or something. Like, I want him to, to verbalize it. Yeah. When I, that attack happens, I think that should happen at, um, you know, they have the, uh, I don't know, they'll, they'll, they'll do it. I'm sure they will. Where they had like a, um, they call it a pep rally. They have these pep rallies every time they have their pay-per-views now. Yeah. So they should have a pep rally for... It's kind of like the fucking you know, Bella Twins doing that shit last year on Total Divas. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I, you know what, dude? I'm, I'm open with it. I watch the show. I watch Total <laughs> <Yeah>. Divas. <laughs> no, that, they, they had something going on. They had like a brand that they were... Or like a new item or some shit like that. And one of the Bellas arranged... It was Nikki. She arranged for a, a Bella pep rally. And Brie was just like, why the fuck do we need a pep rally for ourselves? And she's just like, it'd be fun. And it just seems like, like when you say pep rally, AEW does pep rallies. It just reminds me of that. It's like, let's do a pep rally for ourselves. You are in rare form today, man. Why? <laughs> we've had a we've had a Godwin's reference <laughs> and a Bella's total divas reference. Like that's, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't. Uh, well, Can't I mean, any of that. it's kind of kind of relevant to what we're talking. About. I mean, pep rallies. Turn the Godwins into Mario and Luigi. I'm I'm thinking from an AEW standpoint. Oh, I'm like Vince okay. Russo. When I write for these fuckers, I put myself in the shoes. How do I react to oh, this shit? Okay, okay. Well, I, when you say it that way, then you have a password. All right. All right. Okay, but 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 yeah, you, you know you have the pep rally thing, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. Not the be- not the Bella version, but the AEW version. Yeah, and no the pep leaders. rally they have. Um, you can have, you know, Luchasaurus come out with Jungle Boy on his back, right? Right, him carrying him, and then you can have people cheering for Jungle Boy. Like they go, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy. Then he'll reach down. And like give high fives to you know people in the barricades, and then somebody will touch him or grab his hand or something like that, which will be the work fan. And then Luchasaurus will just grab him 
lift him over the barricade, beat the crap out of him. While Jungle Boy's and, still on his shoulders, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't know if he can do that. I don't know visually if that is if he can do that. But, but if he was able to, just imagine that visual, right? I mean, that would be amazing, dude. <laughs> if he can do that, then that that actually would be crazy if they if they could do that. Yeah. But I just want him to beat the crap out of him. I want him to. I wanted to look almost like a fan that rushed the ring. Or, or what if like he goes to do it? Jungle Boy falls off, and in the middle of Luchasaurus beating the crap out of the fan, he looks at Jungle Boy and stops and runs over to him like, "Oh shit, what did I do?" And then, and then he blames the fan. Look at what you did. Look what you did. Right, but I want. But like I said, I want to admit. Like at this point, I want it to be. Now it's serious. Okay. So I don't want him to even acknowledge that he did something wrong. Okay. Because oh, we've been we building see, this. Are we going to see some blood? Um, I don't know how far we'll go. I said we bust, I just the, wanted bust to the be, fan open. Yeah, because I wanted to be, because this, this is going on on the Elite Show. And this has been going on for several weeks now. Yeah. So this is the first time now in a public setting this has happened and now you have to get the attention of management which at this point is Cody Rhodes so now you have to get his attention because now this becomes a situation where you're beating up our fans yeah. now this is gone like this is no longer something that was funny it's now a serious situation so after that is happens and and you know, the security comes and they, I mean, they stretcher the fan out and everything. They make this as realistic as possible. Yeah. During this pep rally event. Then we have on the next episode of. You should have the pep rally end right after that instead of like. Make it make it seem like this is like the middle of the pep rally. This goes on, and then like t- after Cody does something or whatever, even like have Tony Khan just be like, "Yo, yo, cut the camera. We're done. We're done." And they cut the feed early. Yeah, that would be good if they did do that. Like where they had like, um, you know, like the wrestlers come out and say, "And not only are you going to see this main event, but you're going to also see all of your favorite AEW superstars." Guys, come on out. And then, you know, they had the guy, MJF, come out and uh, Hangman Page. Well, Hangman Page probably be up on the stage already Yeah, on the little platform. But, like, you know, MJF, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know their roster, but you just have a bunch of guys come out. And then they'll be the last people that come out, uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And then, like you said, that's when it will cut. Like, they'll be playing, like the elite music like the elite the the and like as they're coming out and high-fiving and everything and then like when that happens they'll cut the music they'll have the cameras like laid down a little bit like it they want it to look as real as possible it may be very faint in the background you hear somebody on the mic being like ladies and gentlemen um you know serious situation here please back up allow room you know, uh, something like that to affect, right? Like when it, something like that happens, like sometimes they make a public announcement, like "Yo, back up, people." Have that well, where you can... remain. Yeah, yeah. yeah please remain calm and. Yeah, and then yeah. you know what they should do when they after they cut the feed, they should have some people planted in the crowd, recording cell phone footage, 
and then have those people upload that shit like later on that night to YouTube and be like, yo, look at what happened. AEW, AEW, and pretend like they're fans and that shit will go viral. Then that's how you show what happens after the feed's cut. Right, you can have somebody say like, I, the look I saw in this guy's eyes, it's like as soon as he touched him, it's like the Luchasaurus, like his 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 eyes went dead, like he was almost soulless. Yeah, and then like the like, because you'll have like you know if you do that with like four people in the crowd, right, recording video footage, and there's like four different YouTube channels, and shit goes viral, and there's gonna be different mm-hmm. angles, and you're gonna have different people from, and you can you can even have like another person with that person that's holding the camera, and just pre- and have those two people pretend like they're having a conversation. They have like you, you off screen, you can hear somebody being like, "Dude, what happened?" And and they could be like, "Oh man, Luchasaurus just beat up that fan." And be like, "What the fuck, man? Like how they how is AEW gonna allow that shit to happen?" And that's gonna get people to think. Think it's real because it's off screen casual banter between fans recording shit like world star right. shit right yeah exactly exactly and you know this would be big because now we you know we don't know if this is a work shoot or not yep. so so now we go to the next episode of being the elite mm-hmm. and i want to hand the book over to you oh fuck <sighs> you want this thing to fail right right when we get good <laughs> no Fucking Russo hands it to Ferrara and says, "Here you go, buddy." Um, shit. All right, how long until we got until All Out? Well, this is the pep rally, so I would say maybe this was um like three weeks out or few, something. Yeah, I would say it's a few weeks out. Yeah. Okay, so we got like what two more be the elites? Yeah. Okay. I say that. Yeah. All right. Um. I think I, the very right off the bat, then uh, you got to start off that very next be the elite. You got to you have to start it off with, uh, let's say, um, Tony Khan's behind a desk and Cody Rhodes is sitting there next to him, and they're just like, "Hey, un- unfortunately, we had an incident that happened um, at our pep rally. Uh, we apologize to anybody out there that." was scarred by what happened we definitely deeply apologize to the uh you know the the victim of what happened uh, we've uh we've talked with the uh, the victim and their family and um you know we feel that we've come to an agreement that rectify things and we're, we're gonna do stuff to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore just like straight up real like not even have cody be in character or anything like that like don't even have cody in a suit have cody in like in casual clothes because we see him in suits and all all the time so if we see him in casual clothes it, it almost feels like it was like a like an important thing like con was probably like cody you need to get over here so we can record some shit and fucking put up some pr damage you know and cody hops right, over yeah. like right away you know and cody could just be like look man like i grew up in the business you know second generation superstar and all that stuff my dad my brother and myself and like I've never seen anything like this happen. I've I've never even heard my pe- my dad tell stories about you know fans getting beat up this bad, and like he came up in the territory days in the seventies and eighties. Like this is like, we 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 don't stand for this. We do not stand for this. You guys are wrestling fans. You guys pay money. You guys pay hard earned money to come out here and see this. And we apologize. And this will never happen again. Just you have to do something like that on the first episode. 
don't even start off with like a Young Bucks comedy sketch and then like work your way into this like ten minutes into your show or anything. Just you gotta start off with. I wouldn't even do any comedy skits on that whole episode, man. I would just have like legit segments of like. Even just have like the guys in the back be like, dude, like what happened? Like Luchasaurus, like break kayfabe, fucking mention his name, whatever his name is. It's like Draven or some shit, right? Uh, Judas or something. Just mention this, mention him by name. Just be like, dude, I don't, I don't know what happened to him, but like, I don't think he's gonna be around here working anymore. You know, just because you, like you hear fans say shit like that, but you never heard the workers talk like that. You know. Just be like, dude, I don't right. like. I don't think he's gonna get bookings anywhere. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we have it from a level of real realism to the point that even Jungle Boy is not okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would have Jungle Boy on on that same show, ending the show, and I don't think Jungle Boy has talked. Mm. I don't think that's. I think he talks. I think that's his thing. So, um, I would have it where you know the the show's going off, and you always have Rick Knox and him do a segment or something like that, and and you know you can have uh, Rick you know walking in the backstage area, and then Jungle Boy is by himself. You always see him in Luchasaurus. This time he's by himself, and uh, Rick comes up to him and says um hey man you you okay i know that was that was kind of a crazy situation man like are you okay like uh have you heard from uh uh luchasaurus or anything like that and then um you have jungle boy look up at him and say maybe not talk maybe they want to keep that going so let's just have respect for that and not have him talk so Look up at Luke, uh, at uh, Rick Knox, and I think it would work and, that way too because he could be in such shock that even the real him wouldn't want to talk. Right, just like him, just look up and just shake his head and just and then walk off, and then that's the end of the show. Yeah. So we would then like we have another week, and um, with that week starting, um. We don't mention anything about Luchasaurus on the program. Um, no, because business as usual, he's gone. Right, it's business as usual. You know, uh, there's a lot of rumors floating around that, you know, he's suspended or he's been fired or whatever. Just a lot of different um, stuff floating around like that. That, you know, this is, you know, whatever. And it'll be announced that Jungle Boy is going to be in another um, match that's going to be on the pre-show again. Um, I don't know what type of match it would be. Maybe it's a, a fatal four-way or a six-man match. or I don't know what it would be, but it's just announced that he's going to be on a match. They basically fill out the card and put over what they need to put over, and then now we're all out. And we have a uh, jungle boy in the ring and he's maybe it'd be better if it was a tag because what I want to happen is I want it to be where jungle boy, the moment that he gets hurt, 
Like the moment that he gets clotheslined or the moment that he gets, you know, a suplex or headlocked or whatever it is, then that's when I want Luchasaurus to come out. And when I want him to come out, I want him to come. I want him to be completely different. Okay. I want have have it be a tag match. I don't know who his partner is going to be, but bring out mm-hmm. um, Road Warrior Animal and like someone else that he could team with to be like the new LOD thing, and they do the Doomsday Device on him. What is there? Is there a reason why you're getting <laughs> the wrestlers? Well, no. I, you, you said clothesline, and I'm thinking like you know some tough guys. What, would short, be the... short arm, clothesline, iron cheek? He, he doesn't know how to work? Like, what are you talking about? No, but, I mean, all right. It's like, just, like, all right. Uh, um, Road Warrior Animal is a beast. Like, he's a big dude. And it's tag team. And, like, I don't know. I mean, you probably wouldn't do it with Heidenreich. But I know, like, he's worked with some other people. With, you know, they're, like, the new LOD or they do something. You know, he still does that gimmick. And I, it would be cool to see him on there, and it would be kind of believable because, like, you know, AEW likes to do stuff like that, you know, and it would, it would make for something interesting because it's a big name and it wouldn't be just a, like a throwaway name that's going to be involved in this. So now we have the Godwin, <laughs> Bella's Pep Rally, and Road Warrior Animal. What about Road Warrior Hawk? Is he available? No, but I, I'm sure we could bring puke in. Oh God, it was bad, and then you made it worse. How are you, going from dead to paralyzed is worse. Yeah, it's not the other way around. It already... It's okay though, because I'm paralyzed too. So like, we can make fun of each other. No. Oh Jesus! Hey man, that's All how right, I let's, roll. Let's, okay, let's go back to right. because. Um... No, I wasn't trying to be funny though when I mentioned like Road Warrior Animal. I, I legit was not trying to be funny or crack a joke or puns or nothing like that. I was that was a legit suggestion. Okay, it could be Joe Blow. It, it like the whole the whole point is that I want Luchasaurus to come out. Okay. And I want him to be completely different. I want him to have a different, darker mask. I want his outfit to, like, his pants or whatever to seem more animal-like. Like, like Road, Road Warrior be... animal-like? No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, this is a classic episode <laughs> where... Like, like the problem hasn't been booking Luchasaurus. It's been trying to book around all the suggestions <laughs> that you make. I'm Vince Russo today, man. It's like the Luchasaurus. Bro, yeah, there's no problem. And I don't think I've said the word bro yet. Well, maybe you can start selling paintings like he's doing now. Hell yeah, man. Oh, dude, I would love to do that shit because that's a genius idea. I don't know who buys this stuff, but somebody is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but honestly, though, like, have him come out, new music, like, dark music. I wanted to to, to be animal-like. Like, they got all that money in the world with AEW. They should, like, get Tool to do a theme song custom-made for them. Yeah, they should. They should, they should do something that's just very, you know, rock-heavy, guitar-heavy. Yeah. Like, just... just have him come out the lights dim and and have him just come out and it's like oh god it's luchasaurus and then everybody will be kind of 
frozen in the in the ring. Is he going to come then, out from the stage entrance, or is he going to come out from the crowd? No, he's coming. He's coming out from the stage. He's okay. coming out from the stage. Yeah, because we putting him in the crowd and he just beat up a fan would not be believable enough. Because I wanted to seem like he can beat somebody up at any time. Okay. So I want him to come from the ramp and just have him just look completely different. Same core look, but just upgrade it. Like put some money into his outfit. Some money into some lights, some money into some music. Have him come into the ring. People start charging at him. He just lays everybody out again. Referee tries to stop him. He lays the referee out. Uh, Billy Gunn comes out. Oof. He's uh, he's uh, one of the producers backstage. He lays out Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn can take a bump. Lays him out. Just goes wild. And the whole time, the jung- Jungle Boy is in the corner. L- looking at him. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And what ends it is you can have the police come out and they can be in the ring and they could be like, hey, 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 you need to come to the back. They can be holding handcuffs or something. And the jungle boy will say, no, 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 please, please, please don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. I know what to do. Like, he'll just signal like, I, I, I got it. I know what to do. I know what to do. I know what to do. So he'll lead the Luchasaurus out to the ringside, and then Jungle Boy will then get on his shoulder. And then Luchasaurus will be um, walking up the ramp, and Jungle Boy will be on his shoulders, scared to death. Like, looking around like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So ultimately, I mean, for the interest of time, um, ultimately what I want this to go towards or build towards is we make him a monster. He eventually turns on Jungle Boy. Okay. And and we just have him just have a singles career as just this brooding monster. And, And people can say that, you know, I don't know what happened to him, but at some point, you know, the man became the character. Kind of like the Undertaker knows. in 99. Nobody knows where he is. Nobody knows what he's doing. Now, became... I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, to clarify too, mm-hmm. when you say singles career, like just completely by himself or okay to throw a manager with him? Because he's not going to um, be able to talk, right? Like you want somebody to talk for him. Maybe eventually down the line, a manager. Have Jimmy Havoc do it. Or whatever his name is. Jacob Havoc, Jimmy Havoc. You know, that fucking British dude that that looks all funky, like Flock of Seagulls hairdo and all that shit. I would like somebody that's like just solely a manager. Like, it it would be great. I don't know if he still works, but it would be great if the Sinister Minister managed him or something. Yeah, he's made appearances in Impact recently. He's part of that whole thing with, with Sue Young and all that. Okay, so, yeah, so he can have him, you know, as the manager. Yeah, James Mitchell's such a great talker on the mic. Right, or you can have, like, Kevin some Sullivan. Unknown, some unknown that no one knows about. Like, Kevin Sullivan, like, I think you'll be too old for what we're trying to go for. I know you're trying to turn this 
whole AEW into nineteen seventies. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to pair up young and upcoming talent with established stars to give them the rub is what I'm trying to do. Well, you can have him if if that's what you want to do. Then you can have him uh, Dutch Mantel be his 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 mouth. There you go. Yeah, Uncle Jebekai. Yeah, you can have him be the the mouthpiece because he he can talk. Yeah, well, fuck yeah, and, he can. <laughs> yeah, so you can have him like, but for a while, I just want him to be uncontrollable. I just want him to, you know, they book him in matches. He squashes people. You be able to do that on on TV, and. You know, it, it it could lead to like his first major program being not against Cody, but against Dust, yeah, Dustin Rhodes. Here, here's an interesting dynamic, mainly for a visual, but like between the time of, of you know, Jungle Boy on his shoulders being scared and then walking out, between that and that point and then the, the point of uh, the turn, okay? Imagine mm-hmm. if every time they come out, Jungle Boy comes out first, right? And then they bring down, you know, like they do those matches where, you know, someone's hanging above the ring in a shark cage. Mm-hmm. What if they, they, they lower Luchasaurus down in that cage, kind of like fucking like Jurassic Park, man. Like they have to bring him out and then they have to like, you know, unlock the door and they, they let him out. And then after the match, Jungle Boy has to lure Luchasaurus into the cage, lock him up and they bring him back up. I'm not opposed to that. I think that would be a really dope idea if they did it right. Yeah. Kind of kind of how they used to do with uh, when Kane turned into a monster and they would have him uh show up every week. Well, not into a monster. He always was a monster, but when they had him with without the iron, his mask. With that the iron mask too. During that point, remember they, they would bring him up in the paddy wagon. Right, exactly. And they would have to they would say, "Oh boy, Kane is here." Yeah. And then we have him, you know, shackled and handcuffed. Yeah, like yeah, Michael Myers. Some, yeah, they could do something like that. I don't have a problem with them doing that. Yeah, it'd be a cool visual, and it makes them stand out for sure. And you it, go, and it do some, goes with the gimmick. You can even do something in terms of a setup. Remember when they had the Kiss Demon? Oh, yeah, Del Torborg. And remember, like, on the stage... Like his setup, like he would came come out of like the kiss casket or something like that. Yeah, you can have it set up or something like that on the stage, where he like has to be released from that or something. I remember because, that Nitro when he debuted. They actually had Kiss on there performing live on Nitro. Right, because remember Tony Schiavone said, "This is the greatest moment of my career, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Kiss." And that's when they were, you know, they had a lot of money and they were trying to do whatever they could. Which was pretty crazy to have Kiss on uh, Nitro, which I found out later in life that Russo is a huge, huge, huge Kiss mark. Yeah. And Russo had the book during that time. Nah, dude, that happened in like in August 99 and Russo left in October. He had the book. Russo had the book. And WWE. When Kiss came on, that was during the time where they had... You know, they had the Master P crap, and then the, the, the. That um, wasn't, that wasn't 99? No, because Russo had the, because this is when they were doing, this is when it was bad, put it like that. That was a Russo idea. Uh-huh. 
Because remember, remember, like, didn't they give Bischoff the book back after Russo left? Um, for a short time, for a short time period. Yeah, for a very, very short period of time. Yeah, so that was a that was a Russo idea. I mean, you could just look at the character and tell us. All right, hold on. I got I could have sworn that this was like ninety nine. I think it was in two thousand, man. All right, I'm looking on Wikipedia here. Uh, it says, uh, in 1998, he started to get a push as an MVP, but after two weeks as the MVP, he was asked to portray a character named The Demon. WCW head Eric Bischoff struck a deal with rock band Kiss to create a Kiss-themed wrestler, The Demon. When did it debut, though? Uh, let's see. Um, the gimmick was played twice by Brian Adams, rejected by him without wrestling singles match, given to Torborg. He was managed by Asia... Uh, Demon theme wrestler would wrestle main event match and with the contract they made with WCW. This was supposed to happen at a special 1999 New Year's Eve pay-per-view against Vampiro. The pay-per-view and the match were taken off the table. However, after Eric Bischoff lost his position in September 99, in order to fulfill the contractual obligations, he was booked in a special main event match at the Super Bowl in nearly 2000, early 2000. We're both right. This originally all took place, and he showed up on Nitro in the 90s. But they what? didn't do the big special main event thing until Super Brawl in early 2000. Well, and that's when Russo had the book. Yeah, but, but, like, but, but the whole thing with Kiss the, happened during Bischoff's watch. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, so like you said, we were both right. Yeah. Which, but Russo's a huge Kiss mark. Oh, yeah. So that's, I'm, not, I'm not surprised that... He wanted to keep that thing going if possible. Oh, hell yeah. So Russo had, like, I man, we're going, you know what, dude? We got way off topic on this. And we, we finished booking Luchasaurus. Let's go ahead and end the podcast. But um, let's, uh, we, we could, I want to talk more about this kind of stuff. We should do another podcast where we talk about, like, some of these old things that happened, like, in the 90s and shit, man. Yeah, because I don't know how many people actually remember that and then remember the, um, when Master P was in WCW. I do remember that because wasn't that that was when they brought in um, the West Texas uh, Rednecks, right? Right, and then they had because um, it all started, I think, kind of because remember they had a DJ on Monday Night Drill. DJ Rand was I, his name. Man, I vaguely remember that. That might have been like, yeah. when I was in the hospital. Yeah, they had a DJ on Nitro. And he was like, they would say, okay, we're going to go to DJ Rand. And then he would scratch a little bit. Okay, yeah, welcome to Monday Night Nitro. This is where the party is. And then play a, like a, a record or something like that. And yeah, they had that, that, the whole thing. And I remember Master P said, um, years later, he said that WCW, because Master P was huge at the time in oh, terms of. Yeah. Yeah, so. WCW. What was his thing? It was the No Street Limit Warriors or something like that. The No the No Limit Soldiers. No Limit Soldiers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a um. He said that he had a deal with WCW, mm-hmm. and they were paying him a million dollars to be a part of that. Man, and that's... he said that, and he said that he didn't. And it was so few appearances, and 
he said it was so bad and, and you know, he felt bad for making that much money for not doing anything that he gave them the money back. What? No. He got out of his contract. <sighs> yes. He gave them the money back. Dude, yeah, I wouldn't have given them the money back, but if he didn't want it, I would have just gave it to charity. He, I just think that he would just, it wasn't going good. Yeah. You know, because the wrestlers that they had were like, they had this one guy named Tank. And this guy's arms were literally like maybe 46 inches. He was like a fat guy, but it's like he was just up, like abnormally huge arm. Tank, we're not talking about Tank Abbott, right? No, it's a black guy. His name was Tank. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm starting to remember this now. Like he, he Master P teamed up with the uh, uh, the Filthy Animals, right? I don't know if they ever. I don't know if they ever teamed up because the, what the problem was they didn't have. They were trying to bring in wrestlers, but they were trying to bring in black wrestlers, and the black wrestlers they brought in, and I think they had one white guy too, but they just couldn't work. Yeah. So all the matches that they booked them in were like squash matches. Mm. Like the tank guy would literally like his finishing maneuver was like a clothesline. It was like his big arm. Oh wow! You know, so it just what it just was poor execution. It just didn't work. I mean the the West Next the West Next <laughs> the West Texas Rednecks got over more than Master P and those guys. Yeah. So that should tell you how bad that it wasn't working. Yeah. I man, I I, I remember the West Texas Rednecks. Man, those guys, Kurt Hennig and all them. All right. But yeah, guys, the, the show's running long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's, there's, we booked Luchasaurus. Um, Man. Whoa, yo, yo, whoa, yo, yo, dude. Like, it sounds like you got your your phone or your mic like in your mouth right now, man. <laughs> I had to turn you way down, bro. Oh, that's weird. Okay, there we go. I turned my head. Maybe, maybe when I turned my head, the microphone went... <laughs> Yeah, I, I what when you go to like listen to this back, you'll 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 hear it. <laughs> well, sorry about that, guys. I woke you up if you if you made it this far in the show. <laughs> All right, Mac, uh, you got anything like shout outs, plugs, or anything, bro? Uh, again, uh, check us out at until two dot com for anything that has to do with uh, nice t shirts, uh, workout gear for your girl, your significant other, whoever it may be. And uh, just check us out, man. Support us. Right on, right Until2.com, ladies and gentlemen. Go out there. Check that out. Check it out right now. Until2.com. The number two, right? Yes. Not, not spell it out, but the number two. Until2.com. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't forget to uh, check Ring Scoops out on social media. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all uh-huh. at Ring Scoops. Uh, twitch.tv slash ring scoops guy as well and pro com slash ring scoops and um, don't forget also check out the patreon we got exclusive editorials exclusive uh, that we got the crimson mask podcast over there we got the diamond girls we got exclusive caw events and it's only one dollar a month 
I mean, you can't really beat that. $1 a month for all that cool content. I mean, we got a lot of free content right now outside of the paywall. But just imagine what you only get for $1 over on Patreon. So check that out, guys. Um, on behalf of Mac of All, I'm that Ring Scoops guy. Thanking you for tuning in. Until next time, be cool.